Welcome to the Blind Justice Podcast, where you discover the insider secrets of injury and accident cases, and all of your law questions get answered. Now, here's your host, Chicago injury lawyer, Scott DeSalvo. It is the Amelia Finifrock Show with special guest, Scott DeSalvo. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Welcome to the Blind Justice Podcast, folks. Scott welcome, DeSalvo. Welcome. And Amelia Finnefrock, my lovely and talented co-host. And not a lawyer, just FYI. And not a lawyer. Yes. Um, but pretty awesome. Oh, yes. So uh, we're continuing our series of answering questions people have. If you have a question, feel free to submit it to the office. Mm-hmm. You can email it. You can call. Happy to do it. Yes. Happy to answer the question. Or if you uh, have a case you want to talk about, obviously, I give free consultations most people I've give consults to, it doesn't result in a case, but it definitely gives people peace of mind. Yeah. And there's never a charge. So I'm happy to take the time. I've always done that. I'm happy to take the time to do it. And I also have a book and a CD that I wrote. Um, so I wrote a book about the most common mm-hmm. tricks and pitfalls in injury cases. And I also recorded a CD and created a DVD. And I produce that stuff in-house. Well, the book I pay to have it you know, printed sure. and published. But the CDs and DVDs I make in-house. And I send them out to free for free to anybody who has awesome. you know, a case or has some information. Because sometimes people don't want to call a lawyer right away. You right. Know, they want to research it a little bit. Right. So it's, it's a good resource. Um, you guys can go to my website, DeSalvoLaw forward slash DVD, and there's an order sheet on there. You can fill it out, and we mail it out to you for free. Or you can just call the office and... Uh, and get a free copy of that. And so, you can't put a price on peace of mind. I mean, I'm a, I'm a warrior. So that yeah. that's something I would do if, God forbid. Not yeah, I mean, it, the, the one thing I'll say before we get to the question, though, is that obviously the podcast is informational. The right. book and the CD and the DVD and the other stuff I send out to people is informational. Sure. But your situation, you got to talk to a mm-hmm. lawyer uh, yep. to really get legal advice. Absolutely. So um, today... We're talking about a Chicago trip and fall situation, um, and I do you know quite a bit of that, and I'm pretty good at it. He's, but yeah, you're really good at it. Well, it's I know a thing rodeo. or two about a thing or two. No, yeah. that's true. Ain't my first rodeo, cowgirl. Ain't my first rodeo. Um, so take it away, Amelia. You got it. Hi, I have a question for the Chicago trip and fall lawyer. I was walking down the street, and I looked up to see if the traffic signal was green or red as I was approaching the street corner. Unfortunately, I tripped over some bolts that were sticking up from the sidewalk. I do not know whether they were from an old traffic sign or traffic pole, but there were four of them. And they were rusty and sticking up like three or four inches. I broke my wrist. Who would I even call to see if they will help me with the hospital bills? The city? How can I figure out who left the bolts there? Ooh. Yeah, so <laughs> oh my horrible, God. right? <laughs> Where are you walking? The first question is who removes a sign or a pole and then doesn't remove no, the that's, anchor that's bolts? Pretty that's crazy. No, that is crazy. Um, it's funny because right now in my office, I think I have three or four cases just like this. Really? Yeah, oh it's gosh, it's cool. way more common than you think it is. Dude, that is confusing. I'd think the city, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people trip and fall over all sorts of things, but when you're on the sidewalk walking where you're supposed to be walking and somebody left anchor bolts in the concrete like that, what? that's it's ridiculous. Lazy. The funny thing is um, on any city sidewalk, it's city property, right? Mm-hmm. And you need a permit from the city to put anything on the sidewalk or remove anything. I've heard of that. So the city should have records of that, right? Right. 
And whoever put the pole or phone booth or whatever it is on the sidewalk or removed it should also have records, right? Of course. That makes sense. Except, you know, the city fights these cases. Uh, The other thing I guess I should mention is if you put something on a city sidewalk, you install, you request a a traffic sign, like Mm -hmm. a no parking sign, or you request to install a pole or post or sign on city property, you have to pay the city a yearly fee to maintain that, they call it a fixture, on city property. So Mm -hmm. if they're getting paid from you yearly, they've got to have some records or documents, right? Yeah. So the thing is the city fights these cases, and what they usually do is I'm not sure whether the city just does a completely terrible job of record keeping or whether they're purposely (laughs) – Yeah, right, right. Uh-huh. Or whether they purposely um, um, don't produce documents that, that they know they probably have, just don't look for them and say, yeah. we don't know. Um, I don't know which it is, but it is actually quite difficult initially to figure out what was there, whose was it, who owned it, who yeah, removed it. If you have no one's keeping records, then it's... Well, nobody in the neighborhood God. is going to do that, right? No, I mean, the person not. who owns the property is responsible for that. Right. The person who put the property there is responsible for that. But here's the good news. The cases are a fight, but I have many, many ways I have developed over the years to figure this stuff out. Oh, and cool. And some of it's pretty technical. I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast. But Dang it. no matter what, if something like this happened to you, you fall on a city sidewalk... Right. Uh, you trip and fall over bolts on the sidewalk. Mm-hmm. You fall because of a crack in a sidewalk or, you know, anything like that. This is not something where you can call the city of Chicago and they're ever going to pay your bills. You got to talk to a lawyer. It's just that simple. Wow. They're, yeah. And they're not going to, you're not going to call the city and say, oh, yeah, it was Illinois Bell. They're responsible. Here's their address. Like, oh, let me pull it up. Oh, nothing. All right, goodbye. No, no, right. Oh, they're they're not on, gonna yeah. they're not gonna help you. That and sounds they like don't, the city. Yeah. yeah. So, um, end of the day, if you don't have a lawyer, and not just any lawyer, you got to have a lawyer who like has handled cases like they this can and fight for you. sort of knows the ins and outs, right? Right, because uh, you can't just take the city's answer no for an answer, right? You have to actually do. The work. I mean, she broke her wrist. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty serious, right? Or he. Yeah. I I said she. But yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know what kind of work they do, but I can imagine a wrist is like, with everyday movements, how, how debilitating. Well, it, I mean, here's the truth. A broken bone can be, I mean, broken bone's never great. Right. But you can have a broken bone where there's no surgery. And know nothing, right? Yeah. And it heals pretty well. Uh-huh. And other than like some arthritis and occasional pain, it's not that big a deal. Right. All the way through, you get joints involved, you get lig- ligaments and tendons involved, yeah. you lose range of motion, yeah. you lose strength. So a broke, the they didn't really give us much information about how serious the injury was sure. or whether they had surgery, but th- there's a hospital bill which suggests that if they just mention a hospital bill... Maybe this person's fracture isn't that serious, but even a wrist fracture can really affect mm-hmm. your life, right? Yeah. Um, but it's it's like so many of these cases. Like, the truth is, if you have a fender bender and you have an ER bill and that's it, you can call the insurance company in a car crash case. They might pay your ER bill and give you a couple hundred bucks. Right. If that's all you want, you have a shot in a case like that. Okay. Right? Right, yeah. 
Or, um, you know, in a previous podcast, we talked about the time that my friend had a workers' comp case. Yes. And his company was being more than fair with him. And I told him, don't hire me, settle it. Right. So there are situations where, I mean, they're going to kick me out of the plaintiff's lawyer's union for saying this. (laughs) Right. There are situations where you don't necessarily need a... uh, a Chicago injury lawyer to help you with your case. But if you have a trip and fall or a slip and fall in Chicago, these are the kinds of cases where you, you need a lawyer to right. handle the case for you. Yeah. Just that simple. So, um, well, this is, I have a quick question. Yeah, uh, go ahead. So let's say, you know, she, she trips and falls with these bolts. She broke a wrist. Uh, is this something you could involve the police in? Would you want a police report? Or is it just better to call a lawyer in this case? Well, it depends on the circumstance. I mean, nobody falls and hurts themselves and then thinks of calling the police. Yeah. Right? I, I've never, ever right. had anybody do that. I don't so, think I would either. But yeah. in my mind, I, the last podcast we talked about how police talked reports about, yeah, and stuff in car crashes. If yeah. you are going, just in general, just have a record of it. And since you know, the city doesn't keep records, then, you know. Maybe stacking your odds against. Oh yeah, I mean, I've had people who've fallen over the years. Uh, people who have fallen, um, and then they wait to go to the doctor, and there's no witnesses to their fall. There's no documentation, and then they go to the doctor a week later, and say a week ago I fell. Well, I mean, that opens up your case to the defense saying, "Wait a minute, you fell and hurt yourself. You didn't report it. Right. You there's no witnesses. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it it. You're just creating a defense. So that's why I always tell people, if you fall or if you get hurt, get checked out, right? right? Just document it and make sure that that the way you describe your fall is accurate. Right. Um, I've had a lot of cases, and it's actually remarkably common. You know, I have some friends who are doctors, and, you know, off the record, they admit to me that, you know, you go into an ER or the paramedics come and ask you what happened, and they do a terrible job of documenting, oh like, where you fell or how you fell. That's terrible. Yeah, and, and so then defendants use the, the medical records Shitty that are inaccurate. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But here, here's something a doctor friend told me. Um, when, when doctors or nurses or medical people are documenting a chart, mm-hmm. the rule is that the most pertinent the pertinent, the more pertinent the information, mm-hmm. the more accurate it has to be. Right. And if it's not really relevant to the care and treatment of the patient, it's less important to document accurately. So when they're talking to an injured person, they want to make sure they get that it's the right shoulder, not the left shoulder, right? right? Or it's uh, their neck hurts and their back hurts, but but not their foot. Right? right, because that's pertinent to rendering care and treatment. Sure, but exactly where they fell and exactly how they fell actually isn't pertinent at all to rendering care and treatment. Hmm. So sloppy documentation in medical records hurts injured people in their claim, but doctors and nurses aren't trained to like take a deposition. Mm-hmm from somebody when they come into the ER. Does that make sense? That's frustrating. No, well, I, I, I like, I just, that how frustrating. Yeah, it's just one in like a million things that I've learned over the years handling these cases that you have to be mindful of. Right. And it's just another example why, um, you know, I approach these cases from like a broad justice standpoint, right? Like, is it fair that the city of Chicago or whatever city uh, has the sidewalk taxes the crap out of its citizens, right? And then they they remove a sign. 
they don't produce the records to, to admit that they removed it, and they do half a job. They don't cut the bolts down or right. remove the bolts. No. They know it's a sidewalk where lots of people walk. Mm-hmm. And then somebody trips on, on their half-done job, and they throw up their hands and say, yeah, sue us. That's horrible, that is, right? That is absolutely terrible. It, it's a bad attitude, and so um, definitely... I think this person has a case. I think so, too. But um, definitely talk to a lawyer. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining me once again, oh, Amelia. Uh, thank you for having me. You Mr. did such Mr. a Salvo. fantastic job. I practice every day. Everyone, thank you for listening. Thank you. And stay tuned for our next podcast when it is released. And everybody have a great day. And call me if I can be of assistance. Call him. Thanks for listening. I truly hope that the information in the podcast helps you no matter the situation you find yourself in. But you might need more answers or some more direct help. So there are three ways for you easily to find out more and to get help. If you call my toll-free 24-hour helpline, 888-HURT-318, you'll have a couple of options. 888-HURT-318 is my toll-free 24-hour telephone line. You can call that number and speak with my team night or day. First, you can call 888-HURT-318 and you can speak to me for a free consultation about your case or situation. That's always free and no obligation. Second, you can tell the operator that you'd like a free copy of my injury DVD and book. I created the DVD and book and I give it away for free to injured people who need answers but who might not be ready to talk to a lawyer yet. Same deal, 100% free, 100% no obligation. Third and finally, you can check out my YouTube channel for informative videos about the injury case and claims process. Or check out my other podcasts for more information and interesting interviews with people who know different things about various aspects of the law. I've put all of this together to help you and to answer your questions. Now, you can also help me, and I hope that you will. If you enjoyed the podcast and if it helped you at all, please subscribe. And if you can, take a minute and please post a positive review of the show. If you're listening to the podcast on YouTube, like the video and subscribe to my YouTube channel. And if you know anyone who might enjoy the podcast, please spread the word and share it on Facebook. It's my mission to spread good information to as many people as possible. And your liking and reviewing and subscribing to the podcast helps me get the word out. Thanks again. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only. It doesn't substitute for consulting with a lawyer. If you have a case, speak with a lawyer right away.